Welcome to Voices of Experience, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, technology strategist and futurist, Crystal Washington. As the year draws to a close, you're probably reevaluating and refreshing your business. Today, you're in for a treat as we're going to discuss what you can do to present your best self in 2021 as our topic is dress for in-person and virtual speaking. Are you ready? Let's go. In our virtual studio today, we have Dr. Charlene Lawson. Dr. Charlene has a certification in personal styling, PhD in chemistry, and an impressive career in corporate America that makes her the perfect guest for today. Thank you so much, Dr. Charlene, for being with us today to talk about how we can dress for virtual in-person engagements. Thank you for being with us. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Happy to be here. So let's just dive right into this. Dr. Charlene, how important is dress or appearance for professional speakers? Because we have members and and non-members that are speakers that are listening who are amazingly brilliant people. Some are scientists. Does Does it actually matter how we look? Yes, absolutely. It's vitally important. (laughs) You know, when it comes to making an impression, the way that we dress, the way that we act and walk through the door before we even open our mouths to speak, it holds so much power. And I'll tell you this, when you first walk into a room, people have formed an opinion about your level of success, your your education, you know, whether they're going to tune in or out. within the first five to seven seconds of seeing you, mm-hmm. you know? And so the way that we show up, it's super important when it comes to speaking virtually or in person. So should we dress differently for in-person versus virtual? They're, they're two very different elements. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, obviously being in person is going to show up completely different than when you're on film or on camera. Right. And so there are definitely some tips to keep in mind, um, you know, as we're in this this era of COVID and we're doing a lot more virtual speaking. um, I do have some of my my secret tips (laughs) that we can talk about today that um, you can apply for your your virtual your virtual speaking. Yep, absolutely. You want to get into those now? I'm excited. You said secret. I'm like, ooh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's things that people just don't really think about, Mm -hmm. you know? And so um, I've had a lot of experience with this and work with many of my clients to make sure that that they show up um, looking sharp on camera. And so we can, you know, we can get into it today. So I'm super excited to share my tips with you guys. Okay. Well, share if you can, can you give us maybe two to three tips for virtual and then two to three tips for in person, especially the things that are different? Because I'm really interested in hearing how we might need to shift things between the two. Absolutely. Let's, let's do it. So let's start with the virtual piece. So my, my first tip there is when you're on camera and like, keep in mind, we're on, you're literally in a, uh, a small pixelated box, right? And so for the most part, we're only seeing your face, your neck, and your shoulder area, 
So keeping that in mind, you want to make sure that you're, number one, avoiding busy patterns or thin stripes in plaids. So why is that? Busy patterns or thin lines, they tend to, they tend to look a bit blurred on video depending on the screen resolution. Mm-hmm. So while things may look great in person, what's being projected through video may be a different story, right? You so, know you know. I've seen um, it where it looks like when people wear those, it almost looks like their clothes are dancing. Yeah, right. And it's it's very, very distracting, you know? And so I always say that instead of focusing on the busy patterns, uh, lines, stripes, all that, you want to keep things relatively simple and you want to opt for solid, moderately bold colors. And so what I mean by moderately bold, so instead of wearing like a sunshine, bright yellow, like a mustard yellow, instead of wearing like a hot pink, a more muted fuchsia, you see where I'm going with that? Like jewel tones? Yeah. Yeah. That great example, Crystal, jewel tones look great on camera and they really work well for all skin complexions, you know? Mm. Um, And they they just translate better on film and they give your complexion some oomph. And so especially also, if you're like in a large video type of conference, it also allows you to to kind of stand out in a memorable way in like a sea full of, uh, you know, the grays, the whites, and the blacks. Just Mm. that subtle pop of solid color will help you to, to kind of catch some good attention if that makes sense. Now, you don't want your colors to be too bold mm-hmm. that they interfere with the image quality and overtake the frame. So once again, mm-hmm. keep it moderately vibrant <laughs> and opt for jewel tone colors. Yeah. Now, does this apply to men as well? Because there's some gentlemen listening to us right now that are like jewel tones. I wear a white shirt and a gray jacket even for virtual, <laughs> do, do we need to try to, are we, is this where we try to encourage them to be a little bolder? Yeah. Yeah. And so my fellas out there, so same rules apply. I encourage you to opt for solid colors. So, you know, you want to avoid like the trendy or graphic tees or trendy designs on your, even your button ups and all of that. Um, and for my fellas, I want to also say too, is you want to, I would suggest depending on your, your clientele now, but I would suggest skipping the tie. Mm. For, for virtual meetings, right? Mm. You don't need to be dressed formally while working from home. Um, and so I say like a nice button up with long sleeves. Um, the white button up is okay, but keep in mind, if you have like a neutral background, it can kind of blend in <clears throat> and not have a sharp contrast. So, you know, maybe throw on um, a nice blue colored blazer um, to kind of bring a little bit of, a little bit of pop to your, to your look. Oh, I love that. So now we have the guys uh, with a little bit of pop. Now let's talk about in person because Mm -hmm. I'll share with you, just being honest, the way I dress virtually is the exact opposite of how I dress in person. I usually wear solid black, solid white. I'm a futurist. So it kind of goes with what I do, you know, Mm -hmm. but on when I do virtual, I actually wear jewel tones. I wear bright colors. And actually for the same reason that I actually wear black and white on stage. So people can focus on the messaging versus me. It, It works different. But what are your suggestions for stage? Because on stage, now we're in the room with people. We all have different styles and different audiences. Some people are speaking to huge financial service firms. Other people are speaking to farmers of America. So are there any like rules that apply across the board or, or tips that you would give us in those situations? Yeah, absolutely. My first tip is going to be 
number one, you mentioned about having different types of speakers, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to know your audience, right? So if you're a trainer, you obviously are not going to show up to your in-person event. You may not want to wear a three-piece suit (laughs) if you're a trainer, right? right? So most importantly, know your audience. People connect the best when you actually look like them. They resonate better with your messaging and they're more likely to be able to buy what you're, what you're offering. So that's going to be the first tip. And I always say this as well, when it's time for a virtual conference, if it's like an annual type of event, I always Google where I'm going to see, okay, like what's been the vibe at this event in the past, right? So I kind of, you don't want to necessarily have to fit in, but you don't want to be overdressed or too underdressed. So do some research before you get there and know where you're going. Okay. So know your audience, know where you're going. And then I always say you want to walk that line of being comfortable, Mm -hmm. but also staying professional and polished. So if you're wearing, if you're, you know, constantly pulling down your dress, or if you're a guy and you're constantly adjusting your, you know, your, your collar, you know, or your blazer and things, it makes people uncomfortable and you uncomfortable. (laughs) So you want to make sure that you're comfortable, but that you're still professional and polished at the same time. Um, For my ladies, if it's like an all day conference, Mm -hmm. I always carry a pair of my flats crystal in my bag with me. Okay. <laughs> because you just once again back to back to that comfort level. So when you're on stage, have on the nice shoes. Once again, you don't want to wear shoes. If, if you're comfortable in two inch heels, do not wear the four inch heels on the stage. You know, right. keep it where you're you're at your comfort level. I find that lots of comforts tend to be cold as well. So mm-hmm. I always say, make sure you have your blazer with you or um, for male and female, a cardigan, you know, something to cover up with just so that you're going to be comfortable as well in that environment. And then also, you know, if you're brave, try to add a pop of color in person as well. Why? Because, you know, once again, you want to stand out in a good way, mm-hmm. you know, in a sea of grays and blacks and whites. And so, you know, when I say pop of color, that could be everything from, you know, instead of maybe wearing the black shoe for my fellas, you know, try a nice cognac kind of shoe with a matching belt. Right. Just cognac color there for the ladies. It could be a nice flowy, bright blouse. Right. And then keep the black slacks and the black blazer. Just add little pieces. And then when when people leave, they'll say, hey, you remember, remember Crystal? Remember the girl that had on that pretty blouse or remember the guy that had on, you know, those 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 killer shoes. Yeah, People remember little things like that after the conference. (laughs) I love when you mention shoes, especially for the, the women speakers. And and as you mentioned, there's no one way to do it. But for instance, I don't wear heels on stage. I actually have a lot of like designer sneakers that I actually wear with suits and I'm remembered for that. So I think, you know, like you said, as long as we're dressed, you know, kind of to the to the event, to the audience, we can be comfortable because uh, I wear sneakers. So I'm with that. So the next question I'm going to ask you to dig a little bit. And, and we're, everyone who's listening is going to have to be a little open because we might get our feelings hurt just a little bit because <laughs> you might end up talking about us. Me too. What are the top no-nos that you have seen when it comes to speakers showing up virtually or in person and styling themselves? What are some of the, the just the worst things you've seen that we need to avoid? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let me, uh, we'll kind of separate it out by the 
by the sexes. How about we do that? So okay. let's start. We'll start with with the with the fellas. I know for for me, the biggest thing is just when when your clothes are not tailored and fitted properly. So I'm not saying that you got to have on, you know, I know that there's a whole new vibe with the, you know, European and the more of the fitted clothing. And that may not be your thing. You may be, you may be more of a traditional guy and that's fine. But fellas, you got to have on tailored, a tailored look, right? The pants should not be too, too long, right? Mm -hmm. They need to hit at the right point on the shoe. Mm -hmm. uh, the blazer shouldn't be too, too bulky in the shoulder area. So mm -hmm. please, please, please. And this is for male and female mm -hmm. invest in a tailor, mm -hmm. right? You can have a sleek structured look that works well every time for the guys. I cringe when I see a black belt and a brown shoe. Hey, <laughs> you got to coordinate the shoes and the belts. <laughs> okay. Black belt, black shoe. Brown belt, brown shoe, okay? And then also, one of my biggest pet peeves, Crystal, mm -hmm. is when your clothes are not ironed. I cannot stand wrinkles. Mm -hmm. Listen, you got to iron your clothes or take them to the dry cleaners, get your shirts pressed, get your suits creased if you do that, pressed. And this is for women as well. So for me, it's just about having, you know, you don't have to be over the top, but simple clean lines, fitted, structured tailor, shoes matching your belt, and you'll be good to go. So it sounds like for that classic business suit, whether we're talking about men, women who wear the, the more tailored suits, or even the gender non-conforming speakers, it sounds like having that tailor and, and having your look down, that polish sounds really important. Yeah, polished, tailored, and sleek. Because when your clothes are too big or ill-fitting, it's really distracting mm. when you're speaking. I'm kind of focused on, you know, uh, the baggy shirt that keeps moving whenever you move. It's very, very distracting. And even and for my ladies, let's kind of go to their street for a minute. You don't want your clothes to be too fitted. So we want tailored, but we don't want fitted to wear, you know, when you turn around, the backside is doing, you know, it's taking right. a lot of attention, right? <laughs> so, or the, or so the girls, the girls, the girls are like right under your chin. We, I, I get you. Yes. Yes. Right. Right. So we gotta, we gotta understand when we say tailored and fitted, we don't mean form fitting and body con. Okay. Right. There's going to be a, a difference there. And like for rule of thumb, if you're at the house when you're getting dressed, and this is for men and women, if you feel uncomfortable or like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't wear this. You do not wear it. It's the telltale <laughs> sign that you're going to be uncomfortable and it's probably not a good look. And I always say to err on the side of being conservative as well. Okay. You, know, you, don't wanna, you don't wanna overdo it. Also for my ladies, you wanna make sure that one of the biggest things that makes me cringe, a big no-no, is when you're wearing your button-up tops, because mm -hmm. you don't have that that gaping to where we can see, you know, your um, undergarments and things or yes. your chest. Because your top is too small. Mm -hmm. So once again, it's all about the fit for me. That's going to be the biggest thing to make sure that you show up looking professional, polished, and well put together. You know, Dr. Charlene, I've noticed that there are shirts that fit you correctly. Uh, women's button-down shirts that still do that because there's not enough fabric in the overlap. So do you recommend tape or just staying away? Because there's special tape for that or just staying away from those tops altogether? Well, I would say that you want to buy the tops to fit the middle area, and then you want to get them tailored. 
Okay. And that's for men as well. Um, a lot of the men that I work with, they get their shirts and stuff specifically tailored. Like, and you don't need to have a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So it could be like um, just investing in two or three well-made button up tops and get them tailored and those and keep those in rotation for men and women. Right. So therefore, you know, you want to buy things to fit the biggest area. So your chest area for, for women, especially, and then get everything else tailored around the waist so so that you have a nice fit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. You've touched on this a little bit, but I would love for us to go just a little bit deeper. Dr. Charlene, when considering a particular style of dress, what items should we consider being that we have various topics, types of speaking? So for instance, trainers, they stand all day versus keynoters are usually on the stage for an hour or so. And, and then, you know, they're not. Um, and we have different looks. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm brown and I have an Afro puff and, <laughs> and, and I'm the size of a child. And there's very tall Caucasian baby boomer men in this industry and people with beautiful olive. T- we're such a variety. So when we're constructing our own style, mm-hmm. what, how, how do we even go about that? Cause we're so different. So the first thing is that because we're all so different, there's not a one size fits all answer to this question, right? Okay. The biggest thing, Crystal, is being authentic to who you are in your brand. So, mm-hmm. um, defining your personal style for yourself, thinking about, okay, what am I drawn to when it comes to personal style? Who are some of your style icons that you relate to? Like, oh, I I love how this person dresses. You know, you can see yourself wearing that same type of look. What colors go well with your complexion? Knowing that, what colors go well with your brand? Mm. You know, think about your personal brand, your, your logo, Thinking about your audience is if your audience are high earners, six figure earners, professional men or women, you want to be able to resonate and look like your clientele. People love to connect when someone looks like them. You're able to to be you know to do to do business business with that person. And so understanding what works well. So what's your personality type? Mm-hmm. Think about that. Are you more of a sophisticated, um, you know, more of a refined classics type of guy or woman? Or maybe you're more of a bohemian or a sporty type of casual person. Think about three to four adjectives to describe your personality, the style you like to exude, and then also keeping in mind your personal brand and write those down. And then I always say, I love Pinterest. It's, you know, this online free platform that has just inspirational photos. Take those three or four adjectives, pop them into Pinterest and say, okay, sophisticated, dapper work looks and see what comes up and then save it resonate with you that you find and then think about what patterns am I seeing you know am I am I consistently drawn to a certain material a certain fabric a certain pattern or color and write those down and then think about your your uh, colors and then remember about the psychology of color like when I see someone that's wearing like all black I'm like oh okay sharp 
sophisticated and, and sleek. When I see someone that's wearing pops of color, you know, if it's yellow, I'm like, oh, okay, they're more optimistic. If I see greens and blues, I'm like, okay, they're a bit more earthy, a bit more warm. So thinking about your message, your branding, and what your colors are also saying is important as well. And then put all those together and then guess what you, what you have to do next, Crystal? What? You have to go to your closet and see if your closet matches what you just did your research on and if, oh, there's, a, man. if there's a disconnect we got some work to do <laughs> did you are you really giving us work to do is that what we're supposed i'm to giving do? you some work to <laughs> do <laughs> but i love it i love this assignment and it and it sounds like you know a lot of us listening will have a little bit of work to do and this is the perfect time to do it as we prepare for a new year Absolutely. I've been telling my clients, I'm like, hey, you have a lot of downtime. You're at the house a lot. It's the perfect time to get into that closet, to detox, take everything out of the closet, and it has to earn its way back into the closet. So I always say, you know, if it's too big or too small, either get it tailored or let it go. Do not keep things that are too small in the closet. Let them go. If it hasn't been worn in the last two, three, four years, let it go. If it's out of date, need repairs, get it fixed, or once again, <laughs> let it go. And then also, the biggest thing is this. If you don't feel confident, if you don't feel authentic, and if you don't love it, you don't need it. You know, a lot of us have a closet full of clothes, but we have nothing to wear. That's how we feel. And that's because your closet is not aligned with your personal style. So there's, there's a disconnect there. So I encourage you all, once again, to do my personal style three tips um, that we just went over. Go into your closet, detox, and start to revamp your style so you can show up looking consistently polished, well put together, and confident for your in-person or your virtual events. Speaking of upgrading yourself in 2021, have you registered for Winter Conference yet? This year, registrants will enjoy a pre-conference drip of actionable information during the virtual warm-up February 2nd through 25th, and the main event will be from February 26th through 28th as well, all virtual. For more information, go to nsaspeaker.org and click on the events tab. Thank you for tuning in to Voices of Experience, the podcast of the National Speakers Association. Catch us on your favorite podcast app, YouTube, and NSA's social media profiles. I'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.